0: Welcome to Muscle Maven Radio. I'm your host, Ashley Van Houten. Thank you, as always, for joining me. Today's episode is the second in a series of um, educational kind of mini episodes that I will continue to do as long as you continue to like them. Um, And they're about the hidden or at least maybe unknown benefits of some of the quote-unquote plant medicines that you already have in your pantry. So what it is, is we're talking about the benefits of different herbs and spices that you probably already own, that you probably already use, that you may just not know um, are actually plant medicines. They're just kind of spices that you put on your food because they taste good, um, but what we have come to learn and what I've come to learn through, um, working with the guests that I have, um, on the episode today is that a lot of spices and things we use just for taste, they started out really as medicinal herbs and spices, and then they just kind of continued on. Um, and we think of them more as flavor enhancers than than anything else. Um, the first episode that I did with Mark, he is the, um, resident medicine man um, with Medicine Man Plant Co, which is a company that has been um, supporting me for a while now, a company that makes really cool um, medicinal um, plant kind of compound supplements um, based on different issues or struggles you might be having. Um, They're all really, really well tested and thoroughly thought out. Um, And it's cool because, again, I've talked in the past about how I consider meat to sort of be an animal protein to be sort of the basis of my diet and my healthy nutrition. And I sort of supplement with a lot of plants and herbal um, medicines the way other people tend to look at it the other way around. Like they eat a lot of plant-based foods and then they kind of supplement with like liver capsules or whatever. Um, Yeah, I kind of look at it the other way and whatever works for you. Um, But I've connected with these guys. They're super, super um, smart and thoughtful with the work that they're putting out there. And we did one episode already on sage, the health benefits of sage, which you can go back and I'll put it in the show notes and you can check that out. And I was really surprised, um, honestly, how well received it was. You guys were really interested in this stuff. You were really kind of nerding out on plant medicine. So we did another one. Um, this one is about black pepper. Uh, so again, you know, you put it on your potatoes or your steak or whatever. But it it has a lot of uh, health benefits, um, especially when you combine it with other things like turmeric or cayenne pepper. Um, black pepper, it turns out, is really almost more of a conduit for other healthy um, plant medicines um, than just sort of on its own. But anyway. I'm rambling now. I'm sorry. Um, It's been a while. I've been off for a while having a baby. So um, I need to get back into the swing of things here. But (laughs) this is an awesome episode, short episode, very, very useful and interesting. And it will make, you know, maybe good um, dinner conversation the next time you have friends over and you're sprinkling some black pepper on your meal. So without further ado, here is my quick, awesome episode with uh mark of medicine man plant co about all of the health benefits of black pepper and i would love it if you would share this episode um subscribe rate and review keep this thing going so that i can uh keep podcasting for you all right that's it hope you enjoy the episode All right, Mark, we are back to talk about more fun, healthy ingredients that are probably already in your kitchen that may do some pretty amazing things. We've talked about on a separate episode, we talked about sage and it kind of blew my mind a little bit how much (laughs) good it can do. Um, Fascinating. I just think of spices like how am I going to make chicken thighs taste different today because that's really like the extent of it for me. I mean, of course I use your products and I love to nerd out on like new things, but I'm sort of just like, I never really associate that like the stuff that we just have in our pantry all the time, using all the time actually has significant health benefits. So um, I'm pretty pumped to dive into this one because this is about as common as it gets, right? We're gonna talk about black pepper today.
1: Correct, yeah. Okay. And so just, just to go back to recap, A lot of the culinary herbs started out as medicine. They were used primarily for the medicinal uses, uh, and then they just ended up being incorporated into regular foods. So black pepper, uh, fascinating plant. The like the whole Columbus expedition and everything, a a lot of exploration was done to find pepper, as it it was originally from the, the, the Asian areas. Amazing spice. Nothing else quite has its flavor profile Mm -hmm. when you think about pepper. But its key thing is, again, going and helping digestion. Okay. So there's a compound called, well, a a molecule and there are two fennel rings, some shrubbery on it. Looks like Mickey Mouse, really. But what it does is it basically unlocks the gut. And what I mean by this is your stomach, your intestines, and so forth. are designed to pull the nutrients and stuff out of the food into your blood so it can go to the body wherever it needs. Black pepper, for lack of a better term, makes it more porous, allows you to more quickly digest things, and also take in things that normally the body has a hard time uh, taking in. Hmm. Uh A couple of herbs that work really well with the black pepper. So you can actually get the bio or increase the bioavailability. Turmeric is a big one. Turmeric is used for inflammation and all sorts of things. has a long ancient history being used, but by itself, the body can't really absorb the active ingredients. So you need to mix it with the black pepper because that's what it does. It unlocks the system. It activates more enzymes, So you get more digestive enzymes in there doing the regular stuff, but it also kind of, like I said, opens up, the intestinal tract to help absorb some of the things the body would normally just pass through and pass out.
0: Okay. I have a question before you go any further. So could black pepper work adversely if you're eating it with bad things? So like, what if you're eating like, you know, French fries and there's like a ton of black pepper on them and then you're like crushing Mm. a bunch of booze or like just, you know, you're just having like a not so great, health food day, your
1: cheat but day or something. Yeah. yeah. Could,
0: could it, could it be problematic?
1: Yes, exactly. Because it's non-selective. It just says, all right, everyone in, you know, the yeah. pool's open. The border is open. Come on. Interesting. <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah. So it works best used smartly, mm-hmm. you know, in cases where, okay, there are things in here I want, but the black pepper on there are things you don't want. Skip the black pepper. You know, don't yeah. put it as tasty as it is on fries, especially a little malt vinegar. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. But, uh,
0: okay. That's good to know. All right. What about, um, the differences between black and white pepper?
1: Okay. Subtle differences. The bigger difference is mainly going to be, uh, freshly ground versus stuff that's been in a canister for months and months. Okay. So ideally, you want to freshly grind it. The, peppercorn has a hard shell that blocks a lot of the oxygen from getting in and damaging the actual components you want inside that that pepper. So if you already have the ground pepper, you have lots of surface area, oxygen can get to it and oxygen will start breaking down these compounds. So it's it's like weakening the pepper whereas a fresh cracked ground pepper, it's full power. Okay. So that's the main thing is yeah, grind your pepper uh, just before you use it.
0: So if you, yeah, if you're using this like for from a culinary perspective, but also for its health benefits, you're better off getting peppercorns that you grind immediately before use than just ground black pepper that could be there for two years.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, easily. In fact, okay. the average lifespan of something, you know, like a, a thing of herbs uh, is at least a year old before okay. it ever gets to the shelf. So yeah, yeah. fresh black pepper. Uh, I don't know about where you are, but it's not super difficult to grow if you put in the effort. So you can grow your own pepper and then you get the health benefits of being a a gardener.
0: Interesting. Okay, Um, I don't love peppercorns. Cause like you get those in, in recipes sometimes too, like the whole, and I'm not like a huge fan of that. Are you getting just from a taste perspective, are you getting the health benefits when you're like crunching away at those raw? Cause you're just like, you're masticating and getting all the goodness once you've chewed them, like it's the same thing.
1: Right. And it's yeah. all about surface area. So it doesn't matter if you're using a grinder to grind it up or your teeth. The, the nice thing about the grinder is basically once it hits the body, it's already exposed. It's already broken up. So you have lots of surface area where you can start extracting those compounds. In the process of chewing it, people are kind of like, you know, three bites and down it goes, three bites and down it goes. So, you know, if you're one of those people that chews their food a lot, which you should to break it up because you're rendering it apart, making it more digestible. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then going back to the like relative freshness of ground or dried herbs because we talked about the sage before now we're talking about pepper Um, for the vast majority of people who probably aren't going to grow their own or who maybe don't have access to like really super fresh um, you know they're going to a grocery store and maybe they're trying to find the organic versions or whatever um, are most of these already kind of too old like i you know i learned a while back about like olive oil and really good quality fresh olive oil like you should be consuming that within like six to eight months of it being harvested. Like and most, a lot of olive oil you're getting at the grocery store has already been sitting there for mm. longer than that. And so how, how do we figure out, like, how do we get the freshest best um, spices and herbs?
1: Okay. Great question. And let's focus on, on pepper right now. So pepper is a seed. The thing that damages or ages or you know, destroys herbs is oxygen. Oxygen getting in, uh, they're like butter going rancid or fats going rancid. It's reacting with the oxygen and spoiling. That's the same thing with the herbs. If the, the oxygen can get in there, the peppercorns, you might get some oxygen just attacking the surface, but it can't get deep into the seed. So as far as the, how long a seed, a peppercorn seed is good for multiple years, four years, five years, really. Okay. Um it's not going to have a problem because the oxygen really can't get in there, especially if it is, you know, in a sealed jar, you know, airtight, you always want airtight. Uh, The other thing, uh, any herbs or pepper, some sort of amber bottle, because this blocks the ultraviolet light. Mm -hmm. Ultraviolet light is the second damaging uh, bad actor when it comes to chemicals in general you leave something in the sun it fades because the ultraviolet light is destroying the pigment molecules same thing with the plants fluorescent lights the new led lights all those things they actually put out ultraviolet light and so even just the our our electric lights now can damage the herbs too so you want to keep them in the dark cool dry dark airtight is the secret really for storing any herbs okay because you're keeping the oxygen out and the I'll try that light.
0: So even though it's like fun and pretty and looks good in pictures to put all your spices and like glass jars, like right in front of the window, like that's oh, probably not. That's
1: not- the okay. worst place. Yeah. Got the only it. thing was if it's over the kitchen sink, then you've just hit everything wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. Wanna, yeah. In a lazy Susan, in a cupboard where it's mainly dark, that's, Got it. that's the best case. Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Cool. What else besides, because I think most people who are probably listening to this podcast have heard about the turmeric black pepper connection, but what are some other ingredients or compounds or whatever that, that go really well with black pepper?
1: Cayenne pepper. Okay. So cayenne pepper is another one that the body can absorb some on, but by adding just a little bit, like, uh, was it 1%? Yeah. 1% uh, black pepper to it greatly increases the amount of beneficial compounds you're drawing in, drawing in from the cayenne pepper. So cayenne pepper, you might know, is a really good pre-workout spice too, because it uh, causes the blood vessels to get bigger. So allowing more blood to flow, more oxygen to flow through the blood, more waste products to be pulled out. So they've shown mm-hmm. that the addition of cayenne pepper to the diet increases calorie burning during workouts 6 to 8%, depending on the person. Uh, which is really big. Yeah. And so, that might
0: be good for like before people go into like their saunas and stuff too. Cause it's just like yeah. further.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. But you, again, to get the full effects, you need to mix some black pepper with it. Okay. So,
0: all right. Anything yeah. else? Turmeric? Those, cayenne.
1: Pretty much any of them. Um, those are the main ones that are used a lot that people, the, the turmeric and the cayenne pepper are two that people use, improperly the most because they Mm -hmm. aren't including the black pepper in there okay so there are others but yeah
0: are all pepper peppers connected somehow like our bell peppers and cayenne and jalapeno and black pepper
1: so yes the black pepper is not a member of what you just listed as the pepper of heaven. so the bell pepper the habanero the jalapeno all those those are actually members of the nightshade family okay the black pepper is not, it's, uh man, off the top of my head. Now I'm, I'm not sure which family it's in, uh, not but it's mustard, something different. but it's, yeah, it's something different. It's not a member of the nightshade family.
0: Interesting. Okay. So essentially black pepper, then its main benefit is that it, helps other healthy compounds work better. It's not necessarily on its own a thing. It's just in conjunction with other healthy compounds, it helps those yep. do their job better. Yeah,
1: okay. it increases the bioavailability. And again, not just of the the other herbs, but also the meats and the proteins and the fats and all the other nutrients too that you're you're eating when you're eating. So Got it. So just a, yeah, that's one of the they knew I want to say like uh, when someone was sick and or wasn't eating, they weren't getting a lot of nutrition from their food or they weren't eating much food, adding pepper to it, at least the increase the amount of nutrition they would get from the limited food they were taking in.
0: Mm. So they would
1: get more nutritional value from a little bit of food. Um, so
0: maybe a, a modern interpretation of that, too, are people who are doing lots of fasting maybe or people who yeah or whatever or for sick. whatever reason yeah, yeah. you know yeah. Or, or
1: just you know loss of or depressed you know when they don't eat yeah, yeah. some of your pepper fries a little malt vinegar and- yeah we
0: keep going <laughs> back to those <laughs> fries it is almost lunchtime uh, where i am so yeah um okay so talk a little bit about um where it appears in medicine man um
1: products okay actually right now it's not in any of ours okay um It will be when we come out with uh, like the joint pill and some others. Okay. But because it's so useful and so common, I wanted to talk about it rather than necessarily. Yeah, because my my goal is to help people understand the benefits of all this around them. The nature going back, as I tear off my headphones, uh, you know, going back to what we evolved using. You know, the, like we we talk, the pharmaceutical industry has some great powers, but the average person would be improved health if they started incorporating some of the things we evolved using and doing in their in their mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. So you might have heard the saying, let food be thy medicine. Yes. I even go for let gathering food be thy medicine. You know, I'm a, a big into the whole wild edible foraging sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So
0: that's one thing I have not had a chance to do yet. And I would love to do it. Like you need to, you kind of need to go with like somebody who knows what they're doing, right? Like if you're yeah. just walking into the forest and hoping for the <laughs> best and picking up whatever mushrooms you see, like it's Ooh. probably not, yeah, it's probably not the best way to go about
1: it. No, 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 no. I, no.
0: I am fascinated by that. Like everyone who listens to this podcast knows that I'm like a meat-based person. I'm a huge proponent of animal protein and animal products for health. Mm-hmm. But I that doesn't mean that I'm anti-plant or fungus or any of those things. I think they all have places mm-hmm. and they all work together. And I think that's cool. One of the things that I tell people when I talk about using your products is that a lot of people... It's like they are using, you know, liver pills or whatever, or maybe they're kind of like, it's almost like they're supplementing their plant-based diet with animal products because they have this conception that like, they're kind of bad, but they're kind of good. Like we should be minimizing it, but I sort of know I need it for my health. And I've always looked at it. Like I generally approach it the other way where I'm eating like really kind of like high protein animal products, but I, I recognize the value of all of these like, incredibly long standing practices with spices and herbs and medicinal plants. And I believe in that. And I want to, I want to incorporate it. I want to experiment with it. And so I use those more as the sort of supplement and that's why it's been so cool kind of playing around with some more products. Um, all right. (laughs) And and so, okay. So one more question, one more practical question, because we talked about this with the sage too. Um, Amounts for black pepper. So if someone is incorporating, say they're making like an anti-inflammatory, like warm drink at the end of the night, and it's going to have turmeric and black pepper in it, um, how much do we need? To th-
1: Very little. Like okay. I said, one percent of the turmeric. So if you have a tablespoon or a teaspoon of the turmeric, you only need you know one tenth of that for the black pepper. It doesn't take much at all. It's still going to have a strong flavor. Yeah. But especially with the turmeric or the cayenne pepper. Uh, those are even more powerful. It yep. only takes a little bit, especially if it's freshly ground, uh, to kick things into gear to open, you know, unlock the gates, if you will.
0: Okay. That's good to know that those three ingredients kind of sound like the beginning of like a really nice spice rub for like some chicken oh, yeah. or something like I'm kind of <laughs> into it. Yep, okay. Yep. All right. I'll let you know if I make some, uh, you know, anti-inflammatory um, black pepper spice rub ribs or something, because that actually <laughs> yeah. sounds pretty good.
1: And that's what I rub over my, my, my pork shoulders when I yeah. smoke those. Is, yeah.
0: Nice. OK. Oh, man. Yeah. You <laughs> can tell it's getting close to lunch because I'm talking French fries and ribs and stuff now. Um, Mark, thank you very much for your wisdom, as always. Um, remind folks where they can go to learn more about more ingredients, um, the products that you guys are making, the work that you guys are doing, because it's very cool.
1: Yeah. So, Medicine Man Plant Co. We have uh, seven different products. We'll have eight here soon. But uh, basically, modern or ancient plants for modern issues, bringing back the ancestral plants and mushrooms that mankind evolved using to treat different parts of their body. So, medicinemanplantco.com. Uh, Just a reminder, I have a master's in medicinal chemistry, PhD in physical organic chemistry, so I need the science uh, for it. And so if you go to that website, you will actually see the scientific articles listed that were used to develop these formulations too. So,
0: You need the science or you can just pass along the like ease more easily digestible stuff for us so okay
1: my yeah. pleasure that's that's <laughs> no that's what intended. we need yeah, yeah
0: the, we need the bioavailable version of this you do yep, the hard yep. work and then we yep. just you know Not enjoy the fruits of your labor i'm yeah.
1: just happy to know people are interested in this again
0: <laughs> yeah and to, and uh, what about um, instagram too is it the same the handle's the same
1: uh so yeah on instagram it's uh mmplantco.com and awesome. then on the foraging side, so I have the medicinal plant side, and I have the wild edible side. And on the wild edible side, it's Merryweather forager. So. Yeah,
0: because are you doing, are you doing um, like classes or taking people out and stuff in Texas?
1: Yes cool. Uh, Texas, Minnesota, and then they want me up in Canada, up in Ottawa. They're trying to get me up there.
0: Someday. Someday. Maybe so, hopefully before you know the next deep freeze hits, you uh, you'd be able yeah. to come up here
1: because
0: I would definitely be in for that. Or I would be happy to come to Texas and, come, and yeah. go on a trip at some point. So, that would be super fun.
1: Definitely. We'll get you out pig hunting too. We can figure <sighs> out a bunch of places.
0: And that'll Do you be want another- a rifle
1: or a spear?
0: <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Met, like whatever it is, we're going to have a good podcast episode out of that. Oh, too. hell yeah. So, I love
1: it. All right. Cool. Thank
0: you, Mark. I really appreciate it.
1: Always a pleasure. Thank you.
0: All right. That's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks as always to Mark at Medicine Man Planco for sharing his wisdom. Um, if you enjoy this type of episode, if you want to hear more, uh, let me know, reach out to me because I will keep doing them. If you find them valuable, if not, I won't. Um, so, you know, as always share this, tag me, talk to me on Instagram at the muscle maven. You can send me an email, um, through my website at ashleyvanhouten.com. And just let me know what you think about this type of episode, this type of uh, content. I'd really appreciate it. I think it's cool um, just to kind of learn about how all of these little things that you do, you know, sprinkle some spices on your food, like little supplements you can take, all of these little things that can improve your health – um, that you may not even be thinking about while you're doing it. And a lot of people can look at this and think like, you know, black pepper, it's not a big deal. That's not going to move the needle on your health. But one of the things I've learned over my, all of my time in this industry and learning about health and wellness and nutrition is that success and improved health is about the little things. It's about little decisions that you make every day, consistent behaviors, um, over time that lead to success and improved health. So that's what it's all about. It doesn't mean you have to obsess or freak out over tiny details. It just means that big things come as a result of a lot of little things that you do over and over again. So I look at this stuff like fun experimentation. You get to learn about the world around you. You get to learn about different um, healthy products or Spices or plants or animals, and then you get to learn about yourself and your body and your health. So, all of that is a win, as far as I'm concerned. But you let me know if you find it interesting, um, and we'll keep doing it. So, just as a reminder, go follow the folks at Medicine Man Plant Co. They're a small company. They're doing really great things. You can go um, check out their products on their website, MedicineManPlantCo.com, and if you use the code Muscle Maven, you will save twenty percent on anything you try. Um, and if you have any questions about their company or their products, there's a ton of information on their website, but you can reach out to me as well and I can get you the information. Uh, and thank you, of course, to our show sponsor, Paleo Valley. You've heard me talk about these guys before. Um, I have a podcast with their founder, Autumn, coming out soon, if it's not out already, actually. I've been enjoying their Healthy snacks. Um, they've got a bunch of, like, a huge range of products, but I have been really crushing their 100% grass fed beef sticks. They're superfood bars um, made with real food ingredients that actually taste really good. They've got, like, a lemon meringue bar that I'm, like, super into, um, especially postpartum. I need extra calories. I'm always hungry, um, and it's good to have these things sort of on hand. I'm a fan of snacks. I know not everyone is, but I like to have these things um, so I don't get hangry, you know, no one likes to be hangry. So you can go to their website, paleovalley.com, use the code MMR to save 15% on anything you buy. And like I said, if you have questions about either of these companies, any of their products, reach out to me. I love to hear from you. I love to connect. Um, talk to me on Instagram at the muscle maven, send me an email at ashleyvanhouten.com on my website and let's chat. And that's it. Have a great week and uh, I'll see you next Tuesday.